top, 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 top of the morning to you. It is now 3.38 a.m. in my demographic location. And I want to say this morning, when God awakened me, it's been a couple of nights, but he awakened me at 3 a.m. in the morning. You must learn to understand the power of the word three. The number three. When we speak of the number three, we can use it as a number symbol or word. But either format, there's power in the Trinity. Good morning. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Always your host. Here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Hello. The Spirit said to me this morning, as I was sitting here and communing and praying and talking to God, you must hear what the Spirit is saying. In this end time, we are in end time season. What does that mean? The world can self-destruct at any second. We're in that time. Don't touch your phone. Your ears must hear what the Spirit is saying. If you start turning a deaf ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, you will find yourself lost and looking. You will find yourself left behind And I don't think people understand it. The chaos, the hurt, like you never felt before if you get left behind. What's going to happen to you if you're wandering, lost and looking in a world full of doom and gloom? These are messages people don't like to hear. But those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying is going to save your soul. And right now, that should be the most important thing you are concentrating on is saving your soul. That's the only thing that exists in this entire universe that's everlasting is your soul. I was sitting here and as I was talking and praying to God, And you know how the news is on my television. And I started watching and listening. See, this is the thing about news. News is presented for us to hear. And once we hear the news, it's either to process and pray or to filter which direction we need to plan. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. It's to process and pray and to filter what we hear on the news to process and plan. What's going on? They just showed in the breaking news of this morning that the that the president of Sudan the person responsible for many deaths, according to the news, I'm quoting the news, was killed by the very people 
that he protected. He was killed by his own fellow kindred spirits that live in his own country. What am I saying? In this end time is not the time to not pay attention. There are so many people who are distracted by their past pains and they don't have a clue of what's going on in the present. People past pains have pushed them to position and places just like with this man to do evil deeds. And what has happened in this end time, God is taking the very enemies of your own doing to destroy who people are. He never thought. See, they thought that America was going to target them and take them down. But see, the very people, what I'm trying to get you to say and see that you think that are out to get you, they're not the ones. It's the people that you got with and you plot and you plan to do evil with are the very people that took him down. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. The very people who he got together with to create wrongdoing, to create wrong thinking, to create evil deeds against other people or the people that turn on him. What am I saying? God is keep telling me in my spirit that for every evil deed, for every evil trap, for every evil trick, that people are getting together against you with other people is those people, oh God help me today, that are going to destroy the very people that they got together to come against you. God is destroying them is evidence on the news. But see, I've been saying this for the last three years. But those who have ears to hear are governing themselves accordingly. Now is not the time for anybody to think that their vengeance against somebody else, every person that you tried to hurt, every person that tried to hurt you, Everybody, every human soul, you must hear this. Every human soul is now under the microscope of God. And God is exposing every evil deed. I said this about three years ago. Early on when I first started these podcasts, God was exposing people through social media. People that been in these high positions that women was coming out. And telling their story. People in positions. I said to someone the other day. It's easy to expose people wrongdoing. You you know when people like to threaten you. And say oh what they could have said. What they would have said. They could have said something more. Thinking that they are going to hurt you. But you took the high road. 
why they took the low road. And they throw little, little salt on you and your, on your wounds. When they find out you're hurting, they throw salt on you. When they find out your money low, they throw salt on you. When they find out you're going through in different diverse places, they throw salt on you. But I'm here to tell somebody, God retribution is coming back with a fury. And he's visiting the iniquity, the wrongdoing, the wrong sins. Let me tell y'all something. Listen and hear what the Spirit is saying. You don't have to revenge nobody. You don't need to confront nobody. You don't need to do anything but work on your soul salvation. All the people that have summoned in their mind. Do you realize this? There are some people full of so much evil and darkness and hatred that they've summoned in their own mind a lie. They've allowed their mindset and their thought process to convince them of lies. And because those lies have lived in their head for so long, those lies became their reality. They're stuck in a dark place. And when people's heart are stuck in a dark place, and all they get up and breathe and live and walk and talk is worrying about people that's minding their business. And because they sit back and they plot in their plans, I'm telling you, we're in a season. If you're guilty, it's time to repent. And when you repent, that only means it's time to turn from your wicked ways. See, so often we think repenting is saying, oh God, I'm sorry, forgive me. And then the first time a trigger point trigger people, you know, that's the commonality of people who they diagnose with mental issues. That's one of the textbooks teaching. Well, you must pay attention to your trigger points. You know, somebody told me that a couple of years ago, And they was telling me about what triggers them. Listen, we have allowed so much textbook teaching to get us away from Bible. Use that book. In the Bible, there's no such thing as a trigger point. In the Bible, you either good or you evil. In the Bible, you either right or you unrighteous. God don't play like that. And it's time for people to stop playing. They play too much. And they're allowing the devil to destroy and self-destruct them. That's what's going on. And this is the thing. The devil don't play fair. It doesn't matter if people don't humble themselves in prayer. I'm not talking about humble yourself where you feel you got to give this eloquent conversation a speech. God don't care anything about that when you talking all nice and pretty, but your heart is still full of darkness. What God is in this time saying, if people don't humble themselves to him, what does that mean? That means that when you think you got trigger points, 
You need to point at yourself. This is not a season where it's about other people, how they made you feel, how they didn't make you feel, what they didn't do for you, what they should have, could have, would have did. It's time out for all of that type of thinking because all those thoughts are generated by the devil. You don't believe me? Let me quote the scripture. The scripture says, think on these things. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are of a good report. He said, and even after all of that type of good thinking, if there be any virtue in you, think on that. You got so many people consuming their days thinking that this textbook teaching, oh, I need to confront people. Oh, I need to tell, I need to get it all out. No, yeah, you do. But you need to get it out laying on your belly. Laying before God. That's how you need to get it out. All people want to run around and confront people to do is to stir up. See, that's the trick of the devil. And that's how a lot of this textbook teaching, they teaching you how to set up your own emotions under a one world system. And they are teaching people, you got to live off your feelings. They're not teaching people that when you finish with that textbook, let me tell y'all something. There are thousands and thousands of people that have been taught step one, two, three, four, five from textbooks that still have committed suicide. Am I saying that textbook teaching does not have some validity? I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is it doesn't have power. It's just teaching. And you can take all the steps you want, but unless the power of God anointing rests upon your life, to purge and push that toxic darkness and damage out of us, we will still self-destruct. And you can run around the world and confront everybody that ever hurt you, and you will still be stuck. You can sit down at the round table, the red table, and any other kind of table in the presence of your enemies. But if your head is not anointed with oil, from God for your cup and runneth over. When you get up from the table, out of all that talk, you will still be stuck in the same place. That's why I said to somebody the other day, they keep talking about sitting around the table. So I'm not doing that. For what? What what purpose is it for people if you're gonna sit at the table and your brain is already seared? And your heart is already convinced that a person is against you and your enemy. You can talk all day long till your tongue fall out your mouth. When you get up from the table, guess what you're going to come away with? The same feelings. Because it's not the table that defines us from having these talks. It's a persuasion in our own minds that we have decided I'm not going to do that anymore. And the only thing that's going to sustain us to have that strength is to rely on God and God only. I want to leave you with this. P. 
People have gotten away from trusting God more than any other time in this world to change them. They think that people can help them and heal them. And people have became their idols. Nobody can heal us but God. Jesus bore when he went to the cross to reflect that in order for all of us to be healed, we must bear the cross. You ever heard the phrase, if Jesus bared the cross alone, what was the purpose of him going to the cross? If we think, and our little simple Simon thinking, there is people that's going to heal us from this emotional hurt and damage? If it's textbooks that's going to heal us from this emotional hurt and damage? This is why in this end time, the Bible says we are a lost generation because we so stuck and stagnated as a people, not me exclusively, I'm not referencing to me because see who my son set free is free indeed. And there are some people out here who's been set free and they didn't need to sit at a round table. They didn't need to go through a 10-step program. See, I came up in that era when when people was an alcoholic, they got delivered through God. When people was a drug addict, they got delivered through God. When people, uh, 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 husbands used to walk away and leave them, they got delivered through God. We love to talk about this slavery and slave time. But even back then, you know how many men was taken away from their wives and children? How did they sustain to keep a generation going? They got the power of God. And see why these people running around Thinking that it take Miss Buck Tussle. Thinking that it take the soothsayers. Thinking that it take the witch doctors. And all these people that's practicing all this idol worship. They doing just like what happened. What I said on the news. They destroying their own self. And some of them don't realize. The very evil that they play jackstones with. That they get in the bed with that they want to buddy up with, that very evil is what's going to destroy them. Because one thing I learned from the word of God, evil begets evil. When you play in the playground with the devil and you think you're playing with the devil to hurt somebody else, you're hurting yourself. And so many people have laid down with the devil but I'm here to tell you today the devil cannot save your soul he can only destroy only God can save a soul and so therefore if you hear nothing else hear this it is now time to work out your soul and salvation and not just work it out but with fear and trembling people better be scared of God People preaching all these feel-good messages, but I'm telling you, you don't want the fury of God to come upon your life. You will see a suffering that you've never seen before. But people, you know what? They make everybody responsible that they can name and blame 
for all that jacked up, messed up, tore up from the flow up character and conduct. Nobody wants to look in the mirror and get free. Look at yourself. You hear this podcast. Take it with you on your phone. Turn up the volume on your TV. However method you hearing this, and you stand there and look at yourself. Nobody is responsible for keeping you from being better than blessed. Nobody is responsible for keeping you from receiving good love but yourself. See, this is what we've gotten away from the word of God. My Bible says, and this is the sad part, and I got to say this before I put a pen in the podcast. I'm not talking about people who don't have a relationship with God. I'm not talking about an atheist. I'm not talking about a scienceology. I'm talking about people who go up in the church house, sit in there. People who fellowship among believers of the Bible. Oh, I like that. If you're a believer and you go among people that's believers of the Bible, then guess what? I'm talking to you. And God's spirit is saying to you, no one is responsible but yourself. Because the Bible says in Deuteronomy, every day God pours us out blessings and curses. He said every day, every day he gives us choices. He said you choose. You choose. And people don't, they get on my nerve with that. If you choose to be stuck, baby, stay stuck. That's left behind. That's lost and looking. That's loner bar mentality. I've been through so many hurts and pains that can't nobody I know personally stand in the mirror and been through more than me. But you think I'm going to allow that to cause me to walk under a curse? I'm not cursing my own life. See, this is where we lose track of all this textbook teaching. Nobody curse your life but you. Nobody generate blessings to your life but you. And how does that occur? Through our conduct and our character. Through our thoughts, our words, and our deeds. That's why you got to guard yourself likewise. That's why you got to listen to what people say. That's why you need ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Once you get through listening to what people say, I'm just saying, then you need to go listen to what the Spirit is saying. And what the Spirit is saying in this end time, that just like they are confirming the ISIS leader death, that the terrorists plotted and the bomb that killed this ISIS leader was of the people he used to get with to hurt other people. That's all I'm saying. The very people people done got with to try to hurt somebody else is turning on them to hurt them. And some of these people, they're not just coming for you. They're coming for you and your whole household just like they did this man. They sent a bomb in his the effect, not just him, but those who are in the house with him. Some people need to be scared and very scared. Because their house is under attack. It ain't just them. It's everybody that laying down in that house. Their children, their husbands. If you don't believe me, study your Bible. When the fury of God come, he wiped out some whole households. Now I'm saying, I'm appealing 
under the anointed power, people better stop in their tracks. Stop. And I know people may be saying, well, how do I stop myself? Because see, the devil can blind you so till you can't see how to get yourself out of darkness. But one thing I know, there's a light that overshadows and comprehend over the darkness, and that's the light of Christ. And if you have an ounce of energy left in your body to get down to business with God, lay on your floor and lay on your floor and imagine yourself looking up at the clouds with your eyes closed. That blind and darkness you in, listen, you need to pray until you see a light. You know how you can close your eyes and you see darkness? But if you keep laying and praying and pushing and purging yourself instead of running around trying to stir up stuff, get still in the presence of God. And begin to lay there and stay there and pray there. Until that darkness that you see behind your eyelids transformed to the blue skies and the white clouds. And when you get to that level in the atmosphere of praying, and as you begin to ask questions, you begin to hear the voice of God. This is how I got free. I had to stay there, lay there, and as I pray there. And I said, God, deliver me. Deliver me from anything that hurt me, anybody that hurt me. Deliver me. I don't have time to name blame and go back with the same old game. Deliver me. And I stayed there for hours. I laid on my bathroom floor. And when God raised me up off that floor... Let me tell you something. It was the summer of 2008. I went through a great transformation. And I stayed there because there was a person in my life that was tormenting my spirit. And I was sick of that torment inwardly. And I asked God to deliver me from that person. Whatever attachments. And this is the sad part. They didn't love me and I didn't know how to love them. And I couldn't figure out why I was in such a stronghold on my life, connecting with this particular madman. But I stayed on my floor, and I prayed for when God raised me up. It wasn't just him, though. Let me be clear. There were some other people, too, in the midst of that season. I threw their name in the pot, too. And I asked God to show me every trick every trap let God strategically send people who would tell me the truth and I ain't talking about a made up truth a ran away truth a real truth to see my enemies and to see everybody that was plotting and planning against the mission that God has for my life that they wanted me to abort They wanted me to abort the birth of the baby of WDGS before it was in even in the beginning stages. You don't hear me now. 
That's where people are fighting against these rights. People don't even understand the process about abortions. There are people who will go and abort a baby before even the first trimester, the beginning stages. And this is how people are spiritually. You got some wicked, evil people. And as they see you carrying your baby, oh, that's the time they want to make you miscarry. They come and they say all manner of evil against you. They want to throw out subliminal messages. They want to get around all the people who really sincerely loyal to you and love you and tarnish and damage your reputation. They want you to miscarry. They want you to lose the birth of your vision. But I am here to declare and decree by the anointing that rests upon my life as I sit here. That they will give you a cerclage surgery in the spirit. You may be asking, what's that? Let me tell you what that is. Because I've had two of them. It's when the doctors go in and they put something inside your uterus to hold those babies up in you that they don't come into this world prematurely. I had to have that surgery twice for both of my sets of twins. They was ready to come into the world early on. And the doctor said, if you birth these babies now, oh God help me today that you're going to lose them because they're not mature enough to be birthed into the world. So we got this surgery that we're going to give you a local anesthesia. Listen, they didn't put me to sleep. I was awakened. You don't hear me now. You got to grab this. I'm trying to save your life and save your soul more than anything from the torments of hell. When they gave me that surgery, they said, we're just going to localize. That means we're going to just numb your bottom. Because I'm pregnant. They're not putting all this medication in me. And we got a thing that we're going to insert because my uterus was so small. And it had been that way from my very first child. They say, the way your structure of your body, you carry a small uterus. And because of that, even with my first child, they said, we may have to give you a cesarean. Because your your bone structure is so small and narrow around your uterus, we don't know if you can push a baby out. And so what the Holy Spirit taught me then, not the doctor, you don't hear me now, begin to walk. And as you walk, you will give flexibility to your uterus. And it'll be able to expand for the baby to come through the birth canal. Oh, I hope somebody get this revelation. When you begin to expand in the word of God, when you begin to walk it like you talk it, You can never walk with the word of God through your life if you don't, if you don't, you can't never talk it if you don't walk it. What does that mean? You can talk to me all you want all day long, but if your conduct and character don't match what you saying, you ain't walking it like you talking it. If every time you think that somebody going to make you want to talk all jacked up, ugly, hang up, dismiss, delete, and all this stupid stuff. 
You can talk however you want to talk. But if your walk don't match your talk, you ain't walking it like you talk it. Hello? I'm so sick of these fake and phony folks. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of it. They don't even need to dial my number. I'm good. We good. But this is the thing what you should get. When I had that saclage surgery, right? Oh, God, help me today. The doctor said it was two or three of them. They came, they'll explain to you, just like the Holy Spirit will. And they said, we're going to insert this thing so it'll keep your babies up in your uterus. And that way they can grow a little longer. And this is the amazing thing. Both pregnancies, I had to do that at the fifth month. Oh, I hope somebody hit me. At the fifth month, with both of them, I had two sets of twins, 11 months apart. At the fifth month, with both pregnancies, 11 months apart, I had to have this type of saclage surgery. And it extended the lives of their lives. And so the first set of twins, they were eight-month babies. I didn't go nine months. The second set of twins were seven-month babies. I didn't go nine months. So both sets were premature. But they had a fighting chance because I allowed them to give me that surclawed surgery. The question to you today, will you allow God to give you a surclawed surgery? Stop spending so much time and energy beating yourself up about your past pains and about the people that you have summoned in your mind to generate this pain. You are in a position right now. You can receive all the beautiful blessings you desire. According to Deuteronomy, It tells us what we need to do to be blessed. If you truly want to be blessed, all that is generated from your own personal conduct and your character. It has nothing to do with the people that hurt you. If you want to stay stuck there now, you can make it about the people that hurt you. But if you're tired of being sick and tired of being stuck in Lona Bar and lost and looking, you can free yourself. Is it an easy process? I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it is. I had to go through some purging. I had to push out all that toxic. I I went through a spiritual detox. And I had to sit down and write down all my pains. And I talk about this in my books. If you're interested in getting free, who the sun set free is free indeed. I like to invite you to go to Amazon. Type in my name in the search bar, Alfreda Putman, P-U-T-M-A-N. Once you type in my name, it's going to bring up several books. And whichever one you choose, I promise you, every one of those books was written by the guidance of nothing but the Holy Spirit. I didn't take no inserts from nothing but the Bible. Every other word was orchestrated and mandated by the Holy Spirit. And the reason I'm saying this to you is not for credit to myself. The reason I'm saying this to to you is because it's the Holy Spirit that breaks the yokes. It's the Holy Spirit that frees us. 
It is the anointing that breaks the yokes. And when the anointing rests upon your life, it'll transform you to sit back and say, oh, I remember when people would say that. It used to hurt me. Now it helped me. It helped me to say, God, I thank you. I'm no longer stuck. God, I thank you. I'm no longer like them. God, I thank you. I'm no longer like I used to be. I don't have to do all that. All I need to do is be still and see the salvation of God. And that's what I want to invite you to do. I appeal into your spirit this morning. As the Holy Spirit dropped this message for me to freestyle to you. As the anointing ministers to me, I minister to us. See, some people say, as the anointing, is he a I minister to you? No, I minister to us. Because God give me messages to keep me strengthened, to keep me encouraged. I ain't got time to play with the devil. And I know that's not correct English, but I don't have time. So let me correct myself. I don't have time. I don't. I don't want to live in Lola Bar. I don't want to live among the lost and looking because there's plenty of them out here. I want to get myself to a place that I'm always at peace and harmony within myself. And I desire the same for you. That's why the scriptures say we desire that all men will be saved. You want everybody to have an inward peace and harmony. But how do you get there? It starts with laying before the presence of God. It don't start from no textbook. It starts at laying before the presence of God. Now, even in my books, they are considered tools. They're not going to free you. Only person going to ever free all of us is God. And this is why we are in an end time that I'm appealing to people to come to God. Just as you are. Stop looking back. That's a message God birthed me about two weeks ago. Stop looking back. I haven't released it yet, but stop looking back. Nothing in our past can bless our present. It is our conduct and our character in the present that really generates blessing. All this stuff, folks, well, this is how you get free. Well, try it and tell me how that worked, because it didn't help me. I'm just saying, the only thing helped me was to get in a place with God. And let God manifest the gifts that he had given me for birth. Don't deliver yourself prematurely. Listen to me. Don't let nobody cause you to miscarry. Stay in tune with what you need to do. Don't let nobody cause you to miscarry your vision. Because you listening to the wrong people. You getting caught up with the devil and the darkness. That will make you miscarriage. And on this particular note, I hear the Holy Spirit saying, okay, put a pen in the podcast. May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs. Even the things your heart desires. As you delight yourself in God, nobody else, you delight yourself in God. I mean, you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, may these words resonate and be downloaded in your spirit, take roots and grow good ground in your soil 
of your soul. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless.